What if you could heal your body simply with the power of your mind? At first, that sounds totally far-fetched. I get it. Stick with me, though, and I'll share with you why it's not far-fetched at all. And by the end of this episode, I want you to tell me if you believe it or not. Welcome to the Women Rockin' Midlife Podcast, soulful wellness to elevate your second act. You deserve to deeply love every moment of your life, living your best life with pure joy, optimal health and abundance, with the energy, time, and inner peace to savor experiences with your loved ones and with yourself. Hi, I'm Jen Kunkel. Join me on this soulful journey to complete wellness in midlife and beyond. It is summertime, and being that I live in Las Vegas, where it is scorching hot, I come up to the mountains of Utah a lot in the summer. I've been coming up this year with my mom about as much as she has. So we spend about two weeks up in the mountains and then a couple weeks back in Vegas. So we've been up here in the mountains and it's actually been super rainy, which is kind of nice and also um, after it rained for a few days earlier this week, I was like, ooh, okay, I could use some sunshine now. And the next day we got a little bit of sun. It's supposed to be nice now. Anyway, it's like a small little mountain community up here. So we take walks, talk to the neighbors and such. So we were visiting with a neighbor the other day and we were having some really uplifting conversations about death and disease and people that we knew in our lives that were suffering from certain ailments. And my mom was bringing up mindset and the neighbor seemed just the look on her face kind of made me realize, oh my gosh, you know what? Not everybody sees this the same way that I do. They don't even... Like, it never even occurs to some people that this is a thing, you know, that your mind does actually have influence over your body. So I decided to do this episode today about that. And I've actually created a meditation. I did this earlier, so it all sort of just comes together like it does, right? I created a meditation on meditating about influencing your body. And I'll talk more about that at the end so you can get a copy of that. So stay tuned for that too. Anyway, if you're somebody who already believes that your body can heal yourself, then you're with me, right? You're on the same page. You get what I'm saying. However, maybe it's never even occurred to you. Maybe you've think that your body is your body and it has nothing to do with your thoughts or your mind. But I want you to think about something. We do not even fully understand the power of our mind and all the things that it does. 
you don't think about it on a day-to-day basis because that's the whole point. You have an autonomic nervous system that controls all your bodily functions, right? So you don't think about the fact that that's actually coming from your brain, your nervous system. Your brain is the central part of your nervous system along with the nerves that are in your spine and that sends signals out to other areas of your body. Like, do you think about, oh, I have to breathe, I mean, sometimes in modern society, we do get stressed out and we do need to remind ourselves to breathe. So that's like a stress reaction. You kind of hold your breath or you breathe really shallow. So that is something that you could think about because you're having some sort of a stress reaction. Other things like your heart beating your blood flowing. You never think about, oh, I have to make sure my blood's flowing. We don't do that, right? Even sweating. Your body is constantly filtering, right? You have all this stuff going on in your body that you're not consciously thinking about. And you think, you might think, well, That's just my body and it's separate. It's separate from my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions and my beliefs. Well, I believe that it's not separate because our brains are part of us and we have all these things going on in our brains at the same time. And science is really only hitting the tip of the iceberg as far as understanding how all of that works and how all of it works together. I would say that some doctors, in my experience anyway, there are many doctors out there who agree that your thinking and your beliefs of whether you're going to get better or not from some really terrible disease does play a part in your healing. Not to say that they're going to say, oh, you don't need the doctor or the medicine, and I'm not saying that either. There are situations where you do want to consult medical professionals as well. I think even people who don't really think about this on a regular basis, if you have a loved one who is in that kind of a situation where they have something that could end up being terminal if it doesn't go right, even people in that situation start to think outside the box, right? Because you want your loved one to be better and heal. For example, I remember years and years ago, my stepmom's father was suffering from liver disease and he needed a liver transplant. He was totally jaundiced. And I guess the doctors had told my stepmom and my dad how dire it was that, you know, if he didn't get a kidney or a liver in so many days that he was not going to make it. And they, if I recall correctly, they asked the doctor not to tell him that because they did not want that in his head. Now, my dad and my stepmom are not typically people who think about stuff like that 
And even in that situation, they thought, oh gosh, you know, don't tell him that. We don't want that to make him go downhill. So, you know, maybe you've been in a situation like that too. So I'll tell you an example from my own life where I did definitely have medical intervention in 2019. I was on vacation visiting my family in Wisconsin and I started kind of not feeling well. I wasn't quite sure what was going on. I was I I was having some pain. Actually, everybody thought I had appendicitis and I should go to the hospital and of course, I'm very anti medicine. I was like, "No, no, my my back's just out or something crazy like that. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I did end up going to a chiropractor and he agreed. He was like, you need to go to the doctor, the hospital or whatever. And thought that, yeah, I probably do have appendicitis because of where the pain was that was near my appendix. So I ended up in the middle of the night, I was feeling so bad and throwing up and ended up going to the hospital. And it was in a small town. So I actually ended up having to be transported. Well, here's another interesting thing. And uh, maybe the power of prayer even. At the first hospital, they did a CAT scan and the doctor had said something about cancer. And, you know, I was like, what? You know, like, just kind of surreal. And by the time, so I, so I ended up needing to be transported to a hospital in a bigger city about 30 minutes away or so. And I wasn't freaking out or anything about that news. They had given me some medication. And I remember joking around with the people in the ambulance. I don't even remember about what, but I know that I was in good spirits, despite the fact that this doctor had suggested possible cancer. So I get to the other hospital before my family, and there's like a whole bunch of people there. And I asked them about what the doctor had said about cancer, and he, or the doctors there immediately were like, no, like, that's, oh, I I skipped the key part here. Before I left the first hospital to be transported, my, right after the news that this doctor had given, my cousin prayed over me. And, um, yeah, so that was really interesting. So, I don't know what happened there. But between, you know, she prayed over me, I went to the other hospital, you know, I got transported to the other hospital. And by the time I got there, they were like, what are you talking about? That's, I mean, sure, that's kind of possible, but that's not really what it looks like to us. So, of course, huge relief to all of us. But what happened there, right? Even if you could say, well, that first doctor was incompetent or whatever. Um, Still, (laughs) power of prayer there. And that's, is that, is that the prayer? Is that God? Is that our minds? I don't know. Interesting, though, to think about. So anyway, 
I'm in the hospital. They still really, I ended up having, it was an abscess, 12 centimeters. It was filled with fluid. I almost wasn't sure if I wanted to get into the details here because I really don't tell that story in detail very much because it's, it's past, it's over. I've, I just feel my body is healed, right? And that it's never going to cause issues again. Like, that's my mind. Like, it's not even a thing. I'm detached from it now. And that's kind of part of what I'm talking about here. So that's why I'm sharing it for your benefit. And it, they ended up not needing to operate on anything. They ended up putting a drain tube in it and draining out what was inside. They still don't know what caused it. They never did figure that out. I never figured it out. I did do some follow-up. I, afterwards, I ended up going to get like alternative treatment because I went to a medical doctor who started talking about cutting on me before he even examined me or looked at my records or really understood anything about what was going on. And I figured I was in the hospital five days, a um, university hospital with such a huge team of doctors and students all looking at what was going on with me. And they said I didn't need surgery. So I thought, okay, this guy's talking about surgery before I even even see what's going on. So, excuse my mistrust of the medical community. I didn't go back to that guy. I went to another doctor that I've gone to for years, and he's an MD, and he got into alternative medicine after that. And then I went to another person probably a year later when I was having some symptoms, again, that may or may not have been related to that. And after that, in the treatment that I got from that guy, this, it was like natural things, supplements, and even just some mindset stuff that we worked on. Um, I haven't had an issue since, so that's good. Anyway, my point is just because a doctor tells you something doesn't mean that's what's going on because they're going based on their training. They're going based on their perspective, on their experience. And there's still a lot of stuff we don't understand about how the body works, how the mind works with the body and what's really possible as far as our own healing. We just don't fully understand it. So this is something maybe I might have brought up a little earlier on. Think about also, if you get a cut or a burn or anything like that, your body heals itself. You can, like say you have a paper cut that you put a bandaid on and it heals. You're putting... So your the band-aid doesn't heal your cut. The band-aid is just protecting it from being reopened. It's protecting it from getting infection. It's it's helping you create the right environment for your body to do its job efficiently, effectively, quicker. You know, maybe you put some neosporin or triple antibiotic on a cut and it heals faster because you're creating the right conditions 
for your body to do its job. Your body's designed to filter out toxins, to heal itself, to keep itself in proper condition. And I believe, I believe the reason that we have so much disease and so many ailments these days, you know, cancer, like such a high percentage of cancer and intestinal issues and things like that is because our environment, the foods we eat or the not really foods we eat are overloading our system. Like our organs that filter out toxins, that filter out the things that aren't being processed correctly, that our body doesn't need, or that may even be toxic to our bodies. You know, our liver, our kidneys, our spleen, um, you know, everything, the lymph system that filters out toxins, they get overloaded because our bodies weren't designed with modern society in mind, with all this processed food in mind, with all the environmental toxins, with all the concrete in a city even, instead of being connected to nature through the dirt and the grass and trees, you know. So I think that all works together and it overloads our systems. So we need to actually have some kind of interventions or whether it's you know, of course, the medical community wants to typically prescribe you some medication that you take for the rest of your life. Yay, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'm not into that, if you didn't notice. <laughs> um, if that's what you need to take because you, <clears throat> that's where you're at right now. I'm not saying don't cut off your meds without some kind of guidance, right? There are professionals that can help you do that in accordance with what your body actually needs and to be healthy and stay healthy. Don't just jump right into mind over matter and think, oh, I can go off all my meds. Don't do that, please. Be smart about it. Be safe about it. And anyway, all right. Even though I'm not always, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Anyway, okay, so I created this meditation that will help walk you through. It's not even just for healing yourself. It's to feel better, feel more flexible, have more energy, facilitate weight loss, all of that. So just remember, you know, your mind is way more powerful than you realize. Scientists do not understand it completely. Do you remember how you used to hear that we only use 10% of our brain or even less? Think about that. And think about all the processes that are going on subconsciously. And notice areas in your own life where your thoughts are affecting the outcome. Go back, if you have videos of yourself or your family or something, go back and watch some of them. I actually came across a video the other day that was kind of sad. Um, it was it was some more distant family member and their child and like a negative comment. And 
it's almost like it sort of fulfilled itself like anyway um sometimes you're not even aware of the things that you're saying and thinking that are limiting you so start paying attention to what you're saying to yourself and how that might be affecting your reality whether it's with your wellness or with anything else with your health if you think oh my gosh I'm always sick and you're always sick maybe you're maybe you're perpetuating that cycle so start shifting the self-talk around that okay your mind is way more powerful than you realize so stop limiting yourself by what is not yet known simply because it hasn't been studied to its fullest extent and um, grab that companion download the link will be in the notes it's a meditation to walk you through a process that will help you like kind of connect to your subconscious and your autonomic nervous system and let me know what you think I'd love to hear from you Thanks for saying yes to yourself, to your wellness, and to squeezing every bit of juiciness out of the rest of your life. You are completely worthy, and you absolutely deserve all the best. If you don't believe that right now, or even if you do, stick around my world and I'll make sure you know you can soar, and that the rest of your life can be the best of your life. This is about more than you just listening. Even though this is a free podcast, I am fully committed in supporting you in implementing what you learn here. So remember, check the show notes for your companion download and other free gifts to make what you learned here today real. If you'd like to connect with me for more content to elevate your wellness and squeeze all the juice out of your second act, to ask a question, or to just say hi, my social links are in the show notes, and I love, love, love to hear from you. I will actually read your comments and messages. I might even respond, so don't be shy. Reach out and connect with me. Until next time, be bold and squeeze all the juiciness you can out of this week. Thank you for joining me today on the Women Rockin' Midlife Podcast, Soulful Wellness to Elevate Your Second Act.